Up Nation. Providing you with the practical tools and expert knowledge to optimize your strength, health, and mindset inside and out. With your host, Steve Katarzy. This episode sees the return of Mrs. K. Yes, we have got my wife, Michelle, back on the mics to talk to all you lovely people about the progress and journey she's been on over the last 10 or so weeks as she has done something rather controversial, something that most women wouldn't do. And that is she has been in a mild calorie surplus, a bulk. Just like the guys, right? Eating more food than you need and working out with intensity and with a desire to build strength and muscle. So she's been doing that not because she wants to be massively strong or she wants to look big. None of those things are uh, important for Michelle. Instead, she's going on the journey of fixing her metabolism, adjusting her relationship with food and recomposing her body by building muscle where it's needed increasing her metabolism shows she can then start to work on some of those stubborn fat areas and you know so far so good she has seen some significant results in terms of strength energy feeling emotional as well as the firmness tightness and look of her body she has gained on a little fat but that's inevitable and she talked through that emotional journey of doing so and then we kind of wrap up with looking through her cut that she's currently on, which is about three weeks in, some of the results that she's seen just within those three weeks, and where is her head at in terms of long-term strategies for managing her body weight and achieving her body goals for the future. It's a really good episode, and it should hopefully be quite enlightening for the ladies who are contemplating doing something different and potentially following the Break the Mold body plan. I hope you enjoy. So I wanted you to come on and have a chat for everyone really to listen to um, your attempt of doing something a bit off the wall for Mm -hmm. most women, right? So we I put together this break the mold body plan, right? Which was this idea of shattering some of the existing beliefs around weight management, weight loss, building the body of your dreams as a female. And that this idea of constantly eating less and less and less and moving more and more and more um, is not necessarily a productive and healthy endeavor on the long term. Mm. Okay, so the break the mold plan was to acknowledge the idea of going in and out of both being in a calorie deficit for weight loss and also a calorie surplus for, you know, building and defining your body and Mm. kind of the muscularity within the confines of what sexy looks like for women yeah. without going to any extreme. So you signed up to that. You signed mm. up to the idea that in order to achieve your body goals over the course of the next year and a half, we need to do something different to what you've been doing for Agreed. all of your life leading up until mm-hmm. then. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm just going to be the guinea pig, right? And why? why did you... Why did you sign up to it? Right? Why did you sign up to this idea that I'm going to have you eat more than your body needs and I'm going to have you train, you know, quote unquote, like a man? What What was your why? Because I know through what you've been doing that it really, it really is 
one of the only options that you have because if you are not eating enough, you oh yes, you can put on muscle, but it's going to take so long. And I kind of don't want to be doing it when I'm. I don't want to be doing it forever. Doing what forever? You know, just not eating enough and making these tiny, tiny, tiny little gains. So for me, whilst it's not a quick fix, it's quicker than the alternative, which is spend years and years and years trying to put on a tiny bit of muscle just because I don't want to overeat. So hold fire. Are you you trying to say that you're highly motivated towards muscle gain? Because that's how it sounds. (laughs) I know that's not the case. No, 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 no. So is that your why? Your why is you just wanted to build build more muscle? I do want to build more muscle. Is that a genuine want? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, it is a genuine want, but it's not muscle like you know i don't know it's weird i want to build muscle but not look like i've got lots of muscle which is bizarre because unfortunately to look like you don't have loads of muscle you still need quite a bit of muscle Mm -hmm. to give that kind of toned look which is really bizarre and i've obviously learned that through research and what we talk about and things like that that if i want to look how i want to look i've got to put on muscle Mm. There's, there's no alternative. Would you say you're co- you were and you are currently muscular? No, I'm definitely not muscular. I am, I have a tiny bit more muscle than I did have, um, but I'm not muscular. No, definitely not. And okay, so muscle gain uh, aside, was there any other reason why doing something different and controversial and against the grain was something you were willing to do? Um. Yeah, because I want to help you and the goals to show that this is something that can be done. It's feasible. It's relatively easy. A bit of an emotional roller coaster the first time, I'll admit. Um, But yeah, just to kind of break that illusion that it's something that women shouldn't do or can't do or it's frowned upon. Because What, What was the alternative? The alternative to going in slight surplus and training hard with a view to develop muscle and strength, what would have been the alternative? So based on where you were at the mm-hmm. end of July, mm-hmm. if we decided not to, to do this mm-hmm. and instead you were going to make your decision based on your attempt to get to your body goals with or without the knowledge you currently have, mm. what would you have instinctively, instinctively done? Instinctively, I would have carried on training, carried on lifting Um and probably stuck to about the same calories that I was having where I felt... Which was a calorie deficit, m- uh, more, really, more than likely. Yeah, yeah, more than likely. On most days, I would say I was in a calorie deficit. Okay. And this has certainly opened my eyes to quite a few things that I didn't realise I was doing, either intentionally or unintentionally, to my body. And did, do you have any kind of um, fat loss goals? It was, was there a fat loss goal... Is there a fat loss goal driving your um, body image that you want to get to? Do you have to lose weight or lose fat? I will have. Yeah, I think I will have to because okay. there's definitely fat. I mean, whilst obviously not tons and tons, there is fat in places that I don't want it. Um, but I know that I need to build up the muscle there because obviously the more muscle you've got, the more energy you're burning. Mm-hmm. And then the fat loss will come. So I'm not in a kind of major rush. I'm not trying to do this in six weeks and say, I've got the body of my dreams because it's not practical and it's not feasible. But yeah, if I wanted to lose a stone, I'm sure I could do it. I'd be probably really quite malnourished and bony and skinny. And I don't, I don't want that look. 
I haven't intentionally ever gone for that look. But unfortunately, by eating significantly less calories than my body has needed, I have got to a point where I was probably a bit too slim for my frame, but still holding weight where I didn't want to hold it. And it's, I'm kind of sick weird, of doing it's, that. It's, it's weird. It it's is. A hor- it's, it's, it's an, it must have been a frustrating position to be in. To be, yeah, of course. For people to label you as skinny and to say you look like you need to eat, mm. yet you still feeling that you had weight in the wrong places yeah. and you know you're not eating enough. Yeah, you no. know, you're eating it's like next super, to nothing. It's super frustrating. Yeah, because people just kind of look at your face and look at your arms and look at your tummy and, oh my God, you're so tiny. I mean, I've heard that, you've heard that, you had some negative comments as well, yeah, right? People that you look Ill, didn't have a filter eat. just <laughs> saying, yeah, you look ill. And, you know, in retrospect, you didn't look ill. You just looked, you know, like that person who clearly doesn't have a lot of weight on them and mm. getting to the point where maybe they're starting to look a little bit gaunt, mm. right? Fa- you know, you see it in someone's face when yeah, they're, they're, they're malnourished yeah, yeah, and in a, in a long-term calorie deficit you just see that they just seem to be zapped yeah right you know it's, it seems to be it, you can see in their eyes that something's missing mm. and you know see structurally in their face mm. it's all kind of like sucking up but it go goes to the point where you start you start for some people people see illness yes. other people say oh you look great yeah and others go it's too far yeah but yeah, for I, you kind of you things... wouldn't have seen that and i didn't no. see that to be honest but you still would have felt like legs and bum you know exactly. you still there's still more to go absolutely and unfortunately for me to get it to go from my legs and bums everywhere else would have to go as well yeah and then i'm going to look even thinner in the places that i don't want to be thin i never wanted to have tiny little stick arms but unfortunately that's where a lot of my weight went from yeah and what do i do so i'm kind of done with beating myself up as to where I hold my weight and I've kind of got to go, this is where I hold my weight, but let's try and make it better for me and make it work better for me. So I need to kind of balance it out a little bit. Yeah, I hold weight on my thighs and my bum. Let's kind of balance out the top. If I have a little bit more weight up top, whilst, you know, I just might look a little bit more in proportion because I think that's something that I've always struggled with. I don't feel like I'm in proportion very much. And a lot of people say, it's nice, it's hourglass and this and the other, but, Personally, I don't. I don't. I, like ju- I just think you've got a very petite frame in terms mm. of like your bone structure. Like you, you clearly have small bones, right? So your top half is small, right? Mm. You've got like, sm- small head, right? <laughs> small head, small shoulders, every time, small wrists, right? Yes. You know, you can you can't ever buy any like rings or bracelets that fit, right? Mm-hmm. Just because you, you naturally have slimmer bones, right? Mm. And as a result, when you lose weight, you see that you've lost weight from your top yeah. half. But you're a woman. You're a woman who, you know, has to have more essential fat than a guy. It's just standard. And you've got, you hold your fat where it's most healthy. It it is healthy for you to hold your essential body fat. Yes, not around your organs. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to around your organs and your abdomen, you've got it more around your legs. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're holding it it (laughs) right. But you've got got a, a physical shape you want to aspire to. And I think it's completely achievable. Yeah. But your prior attempts haven't been successful because all they've done is exacerbate and accentuate your petite frame and the fact that you hold weight in your legs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So how do we, how do we break that mold? Basically, yeah. That, so that, I'm that, to... was a, that was the premise yeah. behind it. Yeah, let's stop being on that hamster wheel of craziness and get off and do something different because it's not working any other way. 
And now I guess there's one, one, one ever why that I kind of want to just expose and tell me if you agree, which was about um, wellness and um, nutrition, mm. like not being malnourished, right? Because you have been malnourished for extended periods of your not intentionally. quote unquote dieting yeah, life. Not intentionally, you, yeah, but yeah. You've unknowingly not, not understood enough. the ramifications mm-hmm. of having less food and therefore nutrients that yeah. your body needs on a long-term basis, yeah. you know, caught up with you, right? Mm-hmm. How strong is that a wire to find a different solution to what you have previously used as a way to manage your weight? Um, it is quite a strong wire now for me. I'm not trying to sound shallow, but definitely the aesthetics for me is a big priority. Of course, That's not shallow. Of course, no, of course people wellness. People want to feel good. Yeah, of course, good. wellness is an issue but you don't see that in terms of like you don't see i think you do i think you see it more than you realize yeah perhaps you see you see someone who looks alive and thriving yeah but no i get your point do you know what i mean you don't see that your that your organs need xyz vitamins and minerals you don't physically see that so you just kind of think well i'll just carry on doing what i'm doing as long as physically i look all right so i don't mean it to that has that continues to be a, a higher priority definitely but um nourishment has now started to feature yes would you say like in a in a yeah i'm strong way i suppose i struggle with not being a foodie as well so you know i don't i don't get excited about food majorly um so for me to eat things that are good for me but i don't really enjoy is kind of hard because not only do i not really enjoy food anyway but then put stuff that i don't really like it's like oh it's a bit of an uphill struggle sometimes but i'm i'm getting over that and going do you know what i'm eating it because it's good for me and my body's going to thank me so i'm trying to look at that more and if i force the kids to eat veggies then i really should be doing it myself as well <laughs> okay okay so you you were what is it fair to say that you don't want to have to fall back on your prior no methods no, of managing your weight again. No. which is basically being at seven eight hundred calories a day yeah. you know doing lots of hit yeah. and basically burning a candle from both ends that's mm-hmm. something that you don't yeah, necessarily no, want to do again no, you want to find an alternative i want to find an easier way <laughs> okay all right i think that covers a why talk about briefly your feelings ahead of doing this right so this is I know, you know, I've, I, I see it from anyone who interacts with me and I can understand it uh, sympathetically and compassionately that the idea of asking a woman to purposely eat more calories than they need mm. <laughs> is a difficult conversation really to have. Hard. How did you feel about this whole process ahead of us getting started? Um, I was quite reluctant. I knew what I had, had to do. I knew that it needed to be done. But I certainly had a bit of anxiety about it because without doing it, I instantly thought, oh, my God, I'm going to put on like two stone in eight weeks, which is ridiculous. But that was my kind of thought, right, I'm going to put on loads of weight. People are going to start judging or going, oh, my God, like have you seen how fat she's got? I'm going to start to feel it, not being able to get into my clothes, things like that. I just didn't want to feel that way because I've been bigger. And I didn't want to go back. And I'm yeah. like, you're asking me to go to a place which is really uncomfortable. And yeah, it's a bit scary. And you've got <laughs> a, a very strong connection to the Wayne scales, haven't you? You know, like it yeah. or not, you know, 
justify it or not the reality is um, i think it's getting you've less got a, you, you've had a very strong association to both weight and yeah. what the weighing scales say definitely is that fair? yeah yeah definitely and i know that i've been an unhealthy weight for my height but have been satisfied by that yeah. and i've got joy what was out the of lowest that. you've you've got to i've been about 108 pounds which is not for five foot three, three. that's what's healthy weight 117 something like that I don't know because it depends on obviously people's frames and things like that. But yeah, I I would look. It's at definitely at the of, lower end for that. Yeah, that height. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. it's almost underweight. Um, but I kind of went well. I'm not underweight, so it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, it. The idea of getting back there now, with what I want to achieve, I have to accept that that's not going to be the case because, ideally, I want at least a hundred pounds of lean muscle. Or, or lean, lean muscle you know what i mean um uh, <laughs> lean know, mass lean mass i want at least like 100 pounds of lean mass yeah so that only gives me like seven or eight pounds for everything for, else for fat. Yeah, and that, for fat, that's just yeah. crazy so yeah. that wasn't yeah that's not gonna work anymore and i'm coming to terms with that but i think something that's hit me that you've said is like nobody knows what you weigh but that's really hard for me Mm. And nobody said like who who goes up to you and goes what do you weigh like it doesn't happen <laughs> no, one. <laughs> no one says to you what, what are you weighing today yeah. but for me in my head having to say to somebody why well, I used to be 108 pound and now I'm like I don't know saying 125 two, yeah or yeah. saying like two years time I'm in the shape of my life and that's where I really want to be but I'm 130 pounds it's like oh, oh my god unfortunately the, the, the society has been programmed to yeah, think the, that the less more, you weigh more, the better more is worse exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm, I, and I must say that some Instagram stories and things like that, you, whilst I find Instagram quite hard to deal with sometimes because you know that these people have taken like a million selfies to get one amazing mm -hmm. shot and things like that, you do see lots of inspirational things where these women are going, look, I was at like 120 pounds here. I looked okay. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't, there was nothing wrong with me. Now I'm 140 pounds and I look amazing. And you kind of go, wow, yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. So I do look at that and go, that's kind of true. And it's not a lie. They're not lying. Like They definitely do way more. So, yeah, I guess I have to get to grips with the fact that I'm never going to be 108 pounds again. Do you think you would have done it without me pushing you? No. No, because I don't think you would have. No, I wouldn't. I, th I think the, no. the emotional... And it would have psychological resistance would have yeah. would have just gone, no, this is foolish, stupid, yep. pointless against everything that mm -hmm. I stand for around kind of my body weight. No, mm. I'm not doing it. Agreed. So it took some, per, you know, some perseverance from me and, you know, some logic and emotions, like playing yeah. all the cards to get yeah. you to a point of going, <laughs> okay, let's do it. Yeah. But it was still quite a... But it's still daunting. Yeah, Even when you said yes, you still felt uncomfortable. Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I understand it. So, so if you were, would you, would you say you were apprehensive or quietly optimistic about the endeavour ahead of starting? Um, apprehensive. Okay. Was my main feeling apprehensive, anxious, nervous, scared, all rolled into one. Yeah, I was. There was a little bit of a glimmer of hope of like, you know, might not be that bad, but. Most of it was fear. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So why don't we talk about what the plan okay. itself was, right? So we we followed um, the August 18 hyper workouts, mm -hmm. an eight-week training block mm -hmm. uh, that I built for you in 
response to one what i knew would be right for the kind of body shape that you want yeah and generally what women like in terms of muscle development in certain areas and others not mm. so much as well as acknowledging the things that you like doing versus don't like yes. doing in the gym so yeah. like we kind of tailored it to go be you know this should be enjoyable yeah and it should be progressive yeah and at the same time we put you on a about a 10 percent was it 10 yeah about 10 percent surplus so mm -hmm. it's always a moving target to try and work out exactly what someone's tde is which is their daily maintenance calories mm. that if you eat that you gain don't gain anything you don't mm. lose anything it's a moving target you know high thyroid status um hormones hormones yeah. yeah where you are in your kind of life from a kind of cycle perspective mm. a whole bunch of reasons why it's difficult to be precise but we, we had a rough idea because yeah. we we track you know you tracked your fit your fitness movements with your apple watch yeah you know you've been doing you've been and training for a while yeah, yeah. you've been knowing what you've been eating roughly so we kind of had a reasonable guess so we set you up at something like 1900 calories yes. a day yeah and you was eating previously maybe 1100 or so yeah once i'd got out of my out of the silliness low. you was yeah, around yeah. about 1100 so yeah. it was quite a, a big jump yeah but from a but we assumed your maintenance given the workouts you were doing and the workouts we were going to change we assumed it'd be around about 1600 or so mm. should keep your weight stable yeah okay so 1900 calories a day gave you a protein target of one times your body weight so about 120 grams of yeah. protein thereabouts yep. and then the rest of the calories could come from wherever you want, but mm -hmm. with a bias towards carbs where you can, so you mm -hmm. can fuel your workouts. Mm -hmm. How was the keeping, let's start with the, the diet itself. How was keeping to the diet for you? Hard, <laughs> hard. I can imagine for a lot of people who love food, this was this would be like a perfect excuse. Like, it's not a lot of calories. Yeah, people love food, it's still not a lot. Yeah, it's not. Um, the biggest thing for me was trying to get that hit that protein number. I found that really hard because I'm not a massive meat eater. Mm -hmm. And protein isn't really something that's ever featured, which sounds awful because obviously it's the building block of life. But I never really used to focus on my protein at all. I'd Think about of, a typical day when you wasn't watching what you ate. Yeah, you no, was I just wouldn't. kind of going with the flow. It'd yeah. be like right rice cakes and definitely way under what i should have been eating yeah. protein wise you're probably so, having 20 30 40 grams a, yeah, a day probably which is really not enough i think the minimum is like 45 that you should have and mm. that's kind of bare minimum um yeah definitely wasn't eating enough protein so that really hit me like a ton of bricks i was like geez i'm gonna have to really start thinking about protein and obviously taking protein shakes to try and make that number up um because it's hard to eat a lot of protein when you're not used to it i'd say now i've come out of this i can get on my protein through food but only because i've built up to that what protein looks like i know that a chicken breast is x amount and i know that yeah. if i have two eggs that i'm getting that much so and you've probably built up a taste and a, and a yeah. preference for it now whereas yeah. before it was like what eggs yeah. and chicken and this and salmon yeah, constantly like whoa I, I never used to eat this stuff no, now i've exactly. got to load it up every time yeah yeah um yeah, so that was quite a big thing for me. Carbs, I didn't really mind. Fats was, you know, not an issue. It was it was purely, I felt like I was always eating. I mm -hmm. said to you, I'm like, I'm full. But I was committed to it. And I did, you know, as you looked over, I stayed committed to it every single day. 
And sometimes I really didn't want to eat. And the idea of sitting down to dinner when I've just had a massive lunch is like, oh my God, I don't want to eat any more food. But I did it. Yeah. And it's one but of let's those... be clear that we weren't setting you a, you know, 4,000 okay. calorie budget. No. The budget you were given for a lot of people would actually be quite low. Quite do and quite doable. Yeah, like if they, if they, people like big meals. Yeah. And they built up a kind of preference for bigger meals. Yeah. Then what you were having wasn't a lot. No, but it's in just the me. context of what you previously was doing, yeah. this was quite a step this up. This was quite a lot for me. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and I can appreciate that other people would find it easier. But I personally struggled with him. Yeah. Quite a big but number you, for me. You managed to do it. I did. By and large, most days. I did, right? yeah. Both the calorie number and the, pro- and the protein That was all number. I was caring about, really. Yeah. The fats and the carbs, just whatever. It is what it is, right? Yeah. The protein go, and the go calories. with taste and preference exactly. and enjoyment first and wherever fats exactly. and carbs they fall, they kind fall. of fill in wherever they were going to fall in um, okay so it, it yeah. was it, it felt like you were kind of force feeding yourself every, a little bit for a yeah. while the protein thing was a bit hard to get your head mm-hmm. around and you had to make different food choices yeah anything else around the process of eating knowingly eating more than your body needs so the first couple of weeks was fine. Uh, scales were going up, as to be expected, but not majorly. And I wouldn't say that I put on loads of weight. Like I didn't, just to clarify, I didn't put on two stone that I thought I would. How much did you put on all in between six, start and finish? Six pounds. Six pounds in eight weeks. Which is not horrific. Um, but as you know, towards the back end, I struggled. Mm. I really, really struggled. I was doing really well and I was seeing the benefits in the gym um we'll get to that in a second yeah yep. and everything like that so i was enjoying the process i definitely was enjoying the process and then there became a point probably about six or seven weeks in when i said to you i can't do this anymore and uh yeah <laughs> and I, I did and i did carry on but it got to a point where i was not happy with what i was seeing. emotionally emotionally you, you i was anymore. i was really struggling yeah mm. really because you're struggling. you're knowingly fueling additional growth and as for as much as i'd love to say that every additional calorie you consume yeah. is going to go towards muscle it gain doesn't. it doesn't it, it's doesn't. not the way it works no, exactly. unfortunately and you can so feel you build yourself. up a little bit of fat yeah. just a little thickness just mm. a, you wasn't thick like let's be clear mm-hmm. you wasn't no. chunky in any way shape no, or form but, I, but you yeah. were feeling it a little bit around the belly right yeah which just i don't f- really ho- i don't really hold my weight around my tummy so for me that was that was kind of new i'm like oh what's going on here and i felt like yeah i just felt too there was too much rumbliness yeah. everywhere <laughs> okay back end was a little struggle yes. but, but for the most part yeah, you, you, got, you, part, you were acclimatized yeah i got into it i enjoyed it um i noticed the difference that the protein made it keeps you fuller for longer mm-hmm. and yeah tasted kind of good didn't really have many cravings for anything else That's other good. than what i was eating so I'd say blood sugar was, was kind of yeah, stable I must as a result. Have been quite of stable. I wasn't yeah. kind of craving anything majorly, even throughout my kind of cycle. I wasn't reaching for the chocolate or anything like That's that. That's good. So, you did have chocolate though. Let's be yeah, clear. Like, have dark chocolate in the you evenings, never yeah. actually used to have chocolate, but you've kind yeah. of built that into because you had to get exactly. nineteen hundred. Now all of a sudden you're having dark yeah, chocolate, exactly. which I think was good because yeah. dark chocolate's good for you. It, yeah. And once you build up the taste, it's actually quite nice. Yeah. Gives you polyphenols, antioxidants, all that kind of stuff. So I noticed as well, this is obviously carrying on because I'm still trying to hit my protein number, even though I've reduced my calories down. But I find that when I have protein, I don't know whether this works for majority of people, but my skin sits nicer over my, over my, over the kind of fat and the muscle that my skin is just smoother. Okay. It looks more 
Supple. More, yeah, my skin looks better right. when I have more protein. Oh. You've you've observed I, that, I've have you? I've actually observed right. that myself. That's cool. Because I've been 108 pounds and whilst I've been holding weight still where I thought I'd have, there just wasn't that kind of, yeah, that tightness that I have now. Whether that's some I wonder if it's game, also some of the creatine as well. Perhaps. You know, because creatine basically... Mm forces you to hold a bit more water mm. and water probably helps smooth out maybe. some of the kinks a little yeah, bit maybe. maybe because yeah I've, I've obviously been lighter but my i'd still say my legs were a bit jiggly but maybe that's a slight muscle gain as well okay but things are just a bit tighter a bit firmer and looking a bit better so yeah talk to us thing. about progress in the gym then so for you know full confession you you have been on a kind of fitness journey for a couple of years. Uh, about that? Yeah. 2016-ish? Um, maybe. Maybe a little bit before then. Maybe. I mean, I was kind of working out for a good while, but not strength training. So, the, yeah, when, you know, you started running in on the treadmill oh, for a while. Years doing ago. like yeah, yeah. You know, carrots to 5K. Yeah. That then morphed into doing some kind of um, class-based training, hit training type yep. stuff, Metafit. That then morphed into doing some work in the gym. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of go in between the two. Yeah, and yeah. then as we moved into this phase yeah. where we were going to get you into a mild surplus, I built you a proper program. Like, look, you're committing to this and nothing else. Mm. If you want to do a, an extra yoga session or a spin, you can spin, do that. Yeah. But you're not going to your three or four body pumps a week. I you're not know. going to this, that, and so other. Mean. <laughs> we're going to commit and focus mm. in on the, the strength training mm. stuff. So whilst I don't think any of it was like, it was definitely none of it was brand new for you, but it was a different modality. We're taking some things away from you that yes, you enjoyed yeah. and putting a stronger emphasis on progress in the gym. Yeah. So talk to me about how that was kind of changing over your kind of, you know, the styles of workout. And then let's talk about what kind of progress you did actually make. Um. I did struggle initially not having my classes because I enjoy that. I, we've spoken before that I enjoy the kind of social aspect. I like the change of environment. Um, I did miss that. I don't feel like my fitness has struggled per se, but doing classes like I was doing definitely made you more cardiovascular fit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I would say I've probably lost some fitness level, not massively. Could I run 10K now? Probably not. But I'm probably holding more muscle now than when I was running 10K. So things are roundabouts. Um, and I don't have to be able to be a marathon runner. I don't I don't need to sprint in everyday life. So luckily mm -hmm. it's not too bad. Um but yeah, I did I did feel like something was being taken away with me. Because also I'm a bit of a creature of habit. So once you get into a habit, I like to stick with that. And you were basically saying to me, Well, well you can't do that anymore. And that was, I only said what you yeah, know, yeah, this was a test period, right? Yeah, we wanted absolutely. to see if you went all in yeah. on the plan what that we wanted happen? to build, what mm. would happen mm. versus dipping your toe in a ball and continue doing everything. I suppose everything. then you're never going to be able to know. Because you're never going to know. Yeah. You're never, right, did these gains come from body pump or did they come from being in the gym? Yeah. How can you tell? Whereas if I just solely focus on being in the gym, any gains that I've made couldn't have been made anywhere else. Plus, so we, we, wanted, we wanted to make sure you was in a surplus. And if yes. I'm programming a three, four day a week training program and you're going body yeah. pump three times a week, more. then the mm. number I was setting you was too low, then we'd yeah. have to put it up higher. And on top of that, you're going to be fatiguing your muscles yeah. to the point you're not going to be progressing as much as I'd like to see yeah. in the gym because, you know, you're burning from both you're ends. Right. So yeah. 
it, we had to make some decisions. Yeah, and I was fine with that because, like you said, this has been an experiment and it's been quite an eye-opener. Um, yeah, I, I don't feel as fearful going into the next one. I suppose the benefit of this is that I'm not going, right, that's it, I'm done now. Okay, I'm this is scared. over. Let's get, let's yeah, get back not, to I'm not scared to one. do this again, which is a good thing. So that must show you that I've obviously had a few gains, although not massive. I've definitely, yeah. I've definitely so talk to me gains. about the progress then. So that the transition was okay. You, you felt yeah. some things were taken away. Yeah, I felt some things were taken away. But then you got the benefit of really zeroing in on exactly. a thing. Yeah. Talk about that I'm trying thing. to get good at the big lifts. Talk about, did, did you know, I know you made progress. Tell, tell people kind of what, what happened in the gym oh, for I you. I don't know percentages, but... Um, oh, so just my, raw weights, if you want. So my, my squat weight was pretty pathetic. Um, initially, I was squatting probably 25, 30k, which is not a lot. But then, you know, I was it's better than doing nothing. Yeah. So I was doing that. By the time we got to the end of the eight weeks, I was doing 53. Yeah. 52 and a half, 53. Something and like I that. remember when I said to you, that's because we, we went out, out again. I said, yeah, I'm going to get you to 50K. And you were like, no way, no, no chance. Because you've got, body you, weight, you yeah. have got a defeatist attitude yeah, and that kind of creeps in. But I'm like, we're going to do it. We're going to yeah. get you there because I think this isn't all going to be strength gains. Part of this is going to be a commitment towards mm. using your body properly. Mm. But you've done it. So you doubled, you doubled your squat weight. Yeah. And you, what do you weigh in kilograms? Probably, what, 56? 56 so you're like almost that. squatting your body yeah, weight almost that's pretty cool yeah. in eight weeks that's pretty cool yeah. you can't expect that same progress in no, the next eight weeks <laughs> oh my God, like but that first eight weeks of commitment that's yeah that's pretty impressive but also i think i'd never really committed to get better i'm that's like true. right i'll come in the gym and i'll do what i have to do and i'll get out i never had that i have to increase the weight every week or if i can't increase the weight every session for whatever reason then i need to do more reps i never had that progressive overload idea in my head because for you you didn't see like, well, the, what's the point? cause and effect of exactly. going to the gym exactly. you were just thinking calories yeah like totally. what activities I'll, I'll go in the gym for calorie burn mm -hmm. i'll go to body pump for calorie burn mm -hmm. i'll go Everything to this for calorie burn. calorie burn whereas no 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 we're going into the gym to get you stronger Build, because if you get yeah. stronger you'll get more muscles exactly. if you get more muscles you'll tone out and yeah. you'll shape up in the way you want to yeah so that I think I think you're warming today. Is that fair? That yeah. you're starting to see that this isn't about coming down here and just burning calories. For burning no, no, calories I don't look sake. at it as a calorie burn anymore. But I it is. It is, a it is a calorie burn, but I don't look at it as a calorie burn. That's not my sole focus. My sole focus is to get in and either do more reps or get more on the bar. Good. So yeah, it's changed. My and mind. that's that's your desire. That's not me saying you must. That's no. you wanting to, right? Mm. Yeah. Now it is. I still wouldn't say I'm majorly numbers driven. I don't really care what it is. You don't want to be a, you're like a strong woman. I don't, like you're yeah, not, you're no, not looking to compete. No, no. You want to be the best you can, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I don't have that comparison with someone else. But she can squat X amount. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. As long as I'm doing the best I can. And I do struggle with my bendy joints. So I know I'm never going to be a lifter. And that's fine. I'm never going to be naturally kind of really strong. Some people are really strong. I'm not. But that's fine. As long as I'm a strong I will, I, I will say, though, that you are... You are stronger than you are stronger than you realize, and you're mm. much more effective than you realize. Both your form, whilst there's some kinks, but there's kinks in everyone's form, including yeah. mine. Your form, for the most part, I'd say is above average 
of most people that go to the gym. So it's a, definitely above average the norm gen, of general society, 100%. Mm. But for gym goers, I'd say your form is very good. And your the strength games you've made, but just doubling your squat weight is fantastic. You went mm. from, what, 50-odd? 55 kilograms on the deadlift about 70 yeah, about odd 72 that's so that's an, that's a 50 percent that's obviously not my one rep maximum but for that was still for, for reps good, for six yeah, or for so, like right? six or eight so you reps. could do more if you just went out for one yeah if i had done my one rm then yeah i don't know what that would be but and whilst i'm less familiar with your other lifts you know whether it be isolation work and stuff yeah. i mean everything everything moved increased up. everything everything got better whilst the technique got better as well i do struggle with upper body lifts but then you've said to me that don't expect to be able to you know do overhead presses don't expect to double that because they're really they're hard you know, they're yeah. really hard and also your upper body is the muscles are not as big as your legs exactly so, exactly so yeah i'm not expecting groundbreaking things on those and that's fine because but you have been making you've made progress yeah, on your steps. press you've made progress yeah. on everything even on your your bicep stuff and your tricep <laughs> stuff yeah the weight is improving <laughs> it is baby steps yeah so i, I think all in from eight if if all we were Karen for was strength like tick that box yeah. right you over eight weeks of a deliberate program and the nutrition being on point you made some pretty significant leaps I did I did yeah <laughs> talk us through what you think the your body how's your body responded to this and talk to me about like do you feel better do you feel stronger do you feel more functional as well as physically can you see anything I feel better probably because I'm fueling myself more. I've got more calories in me now um, or before I started cutting, I did definitely. I kind of came into the gym with more energy because mm -hmm. part of that is calories. A huge part of that is calories. Yeah, and part every of, time you're working out without enough. I'd, got, I'd be like yawning. Yeah. I'd be walking around like, is this done yet? I was really struggling, really struggling and trying to do big lifts when you've got not enough energy mm. it's really hard that's a massive point you're just up against it so I was coming down with more energy um, down to the gym with more energy and I was getting kind of buoyed by the fact that the lifts are going up I can put a little bit more weight on but I would say that my personality wouldn't instinctively do that myself I would need you there occasionally to go put a little bit more see if you can do it because left to my own devices I'd, I'd prefer to stay in a comfort zone of like mm. I put on a little bit but you'd put on like a lot more and then go see you can do it and I'm like oh I can do it yeah and unless I both demanded from you and gave you the belief you probably wouldn't have reached for 50 no 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 I wouldn't I would have gone eh, 40 you probably Just even want to go you, you probably maybe. even want wouldn't even flirted with that because maybe the idea not. of doing more than you can when it's already hard yeah you wouldn't have considered it be possible no. so you do have some limiting um, beliefs, yeah, yeah. belief structures. Yeah. But, Definitely about but, what my body you, can do, yeah. But you understand that and therefore you try and seek the external accountability yes. to hold you to account because you know if someone is encouraging you in the right way, you know there's more. You just yeah. know you're not going to ask for it yourself. You no, need I others don't. to ask for yeah, it for you. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Which is fair, but at least you know yourself. And you yeah. know, okay, if I want to make progress, I'm going to need some need external accountability. Mm -hmm, not all the time, but no, they need to show up and help me. Yeah, and on, on occasion, I need you to go, I don't think I can do this one. Yes, you can. Like, it literally takes you to just go, yeah, you can do this. Or, or we'll take you to watch one set. And I'm like, okay, now I'm all right. Mm. And it's not like you spot me. It's not like you're there because obviously the pins are in the rack. So I don't physically need you there, but mentally and emotionally, 
it helps me. And I think that's, you know, it's not anything to be ashamed of that you need, you need an external force upon you to drive you to change. Mm. That's, you know, it's just knowing yourself. Like, yeah. Okay, I know that left to my own devices, I wouldn't necessarily push the limits. Yeah. Okay, but I do want to improve and I do want to change things in my life. Yeah. Therefore, I have to pay for or recruit or find yeah. a structure a of external to, accountability yeah. Yeah. that comes in and out of my life and encourages me to do more because mm. I know I've got more in me. I just won't get it myself. Exactly. But you are getting yourself because you're seeking me out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that, yeah. that I think is encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. So I've no I noticed energy, I noticed strength lift change, um, mentality changed, energy levels. I just yeah, I felt pretty good. What about um physically? Obviously we we are incrementally putting on a little bit of body fat because yeah. you know, it's inevitable. Happens, yeah. But did you see any physical changes that you felt might be muscle? I would I'd be hard to say that I could see major physical differences. I think where if I did notice any, it was the upper body, just because that's where I don't naturally hold any weight. So as soon as a little bit goes there, whether it's fat or muscle, that's where it gets seen. So yeah. I'd say that there is more muscularity in my back and my arms now, I'd marginally, yeah. marginally, but it, there is some. Or but at but least let's, let's, let's be clear, you know, you're, you know, you're not, when you're younger, you have more testosterone. Uh-huh. And when you're a man, you have more testosterone. Agreed. So as 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 a woman in your age bracket <laughs> easy no yeah. look the, the point is like a guy in my age bracket like i've got less tos- testosterone as a young yeah, yeah. 20 year old yeah. so my gains are going to be slower yeah. and as a woman your gains are going to be much slower than oh, yeah, mine yeah, so when you factor those in like don't expect to be a muscle bound beast uh, no, in 8 weeks uh, one you didn't to. want it no. but two it ain't going to happen no Quite. But you did make some gains, albeit they were slight, I but did. that's all you want. You but want also, slight. I don't think that necessarily a lot of it is physical. Oh my God, you, I can now see your quads popping out of your jeans. That didn't happen, but they feel better. Mm-hmm. And if I tighten my muscles, they're definitely firmer. So something yes. has happened, whether or not they've. Are your glutes tighter? Certain... I mean, do you feel that there's more strength yeah, there's, in your glutes? There's just more... more strength in my body generally. Everything's a bit tighter. Um, that's great. Not necessarily in a bad way, but yeah, things are just a bit firmer. But you can't always relate that to size. No, and and you you said to me little a- anecdotes here or there. You know, look at my back; that looks like as if I can see a little bit yeah, of definition now. A little bit more of something happening. My legs, to you know, like when I flex in a certain way, they kind of look a little yeah, bit different. A little, yeah, there is. You know, my my, my glutes changes. look like as if they've lifted a little bit. I want to yeah. lose a bit more fat, but they they're looking different. Yeah, yeah, so there, I, there definitely has been changes. But I don't and you have positive you can... feedback as well from people saying nice things, right? About you generally looking fit and healthy. Yeah. Which is nice. It is. So yeah. I, making I you realise that whilst you're in a bulk, you don't look like some massive lump that you seem to be. I'm sure there be. has been a few people that have thought, oh, she's got on weight. But do you know what? It's fine. I don't really care because ultimately, whether I put on six pounds of fat or six pounds of muscle, it doesn't matter. It would be a waste of time if things. we just put on six pounds of muscle, uh, fat and then we lose six pounds of fat, and then we put six pounds of fat yeah. on, then we lose six pounds of fat. Exactly. That's like a waste of exactly. energy and emotion so, and all yeah. that. So I'm confident but, that a little bit of muscle went on. How much? I don't know. <laughs> but I think as a, as a relative newbie female trainer, you can only expect to put on about two-thirds of a pound a month. Mm. So you would have only put on about one and a half pounds I max. Know. 
Now like we put on a little bit. No, we put on like four <laughs> pounds of fat. Yeah. Some of that would have been water retention, all that kind yeah. of stuff, because you did go from a lower calorie mm-hmm. diet to a high calorie diet. So it wouldn't have yeah. all been fat as well. No. Maybe put on three pounds of fat. And, you know, grand scheme of things, that's yeah, not a lot. It's, and it's, it's also easy to get rid of. Yeah. It takes a little bit of time and a bit of discipline. But losing fat is, I know people are going to hate me to f- f- hate me for saying this, but that's the easy bit. Oh, it's easier than putting on muscle. Putting on oh, muscle is incredibly yeah. hard. Yeah. Yeah. So we're now coming into the losing fat part, which is so, quite exciting. <laughs> so we're what a couple of weeks in? Uh, yeah, this is my second week of cutting. So now. you, so you went from, so you, uh, about nineteen hundred. Nineteen hundred in calories. In calories, we're dropping you down to about thirteen hundred. Yeah, and but I had a week where I had to do sixteen because I was like, I can't do this anymore, didn't I? So we've done a sixteen hundred maintenance. Sixteen hundred maintenance. And then dropped you down to thirteen hundred with mm-hmm. a view that you could go lower as long as you hit your protein target. Correct, which is what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay, so you're going between eleven to thirteen. Eleven to thirteen, but always hitting my protein, and which is the as, most important. Yeah, and as my okay. body weight is now dropping, I'm still keeping that protein number higher so my protein i'm still keeping the same about i'm actually having protein at about 125 grams that's good which is a lot that's good i'm not and are you finding you but even with having seven eight hundred calories less some days you're still still able to get that protein in, which is pretty cool protein constantly that's like my sole focus so what you're having to drop is the fat yeah which i'm not really so maybe you're having less avocado yeah i yeah yeah, I am having less avocado. I'm and not your carbs, kind of butter a little, my less, eggs and little less like carbs as little well. Little less carbs, little less fat, but just making sure that I hit my protein and my calories again, but this time for the cut as opposed to the bulk. And, and how do you feel about the amount of food you're having? Does this, this feel more this feels reasonable? This so much better for me. Okay. Do you know what? I do well when I am restricting myself. I do well when I'm in control because food is a bit of a control thing for me. I'll openly admit that it is. Um, so I do better and I'm feeling happier, which is bizarre. I realise how strange it sounds. I feel happier in a cut than I do in a bulk because... No, I understand that. I, just, I understand that. I like, one, I'm seeing the scales come down. I'm keeping my protein high, so I'm really hoping to not lose any muscle, or mm. if I do, marginal. So I'm keeping the protein high. I just feel happier in a bit of a deficit. I just like... I, I feel understand. I, I, I enjoy being less bloated and having yeah, less food in my belly exactly you know like when you eat a lot you'll constantly feel like as if your your belly's full yeah and also like feeling hungry sometimes as well like when i was bulking i never felt hungry however constantly like full i would say that i i'm happier in a bulk oh, you love just because i love bulk. food and I, I love having lots of food yeah, so I and that's where we differ yeah massively. but i do and i do i can appreciate that feeling of when your belly's feeling flat yeah. because there's not a lot of food in you and yeah. food's not driving your every action. Instead, you yeah. know, you're in control and, clothes, and food slots so, in So when my you jeans can. were, whilst they were still fitting me, they were just feeling a bit tight around the waist when I was bulking. Towards, towards the back end, the first few weeks were absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. Towards the back end, when my jeans were getting a bit snug around the waist and I just felt that things that were like my bra was kind of cutting into me a little bit on my back. I was just feeling a bit uncomfortable and frumpy i didn't like it and where are you now then so how uh, yeah how many how many pounds have you lost in the the two weeks between your um, height and where you are about three and a half so in two weeks you've you've taken three and a half pounds of the six you've gained yeah. off yeah which is pretty it's not bad pretty aggressive really i think the first week just dropped 
like a stone. Just because you dropped yeah, the carbs. Exactly. So you probably dropped a bit of water retention. Yeah, oh, I'm sure I did. But I'm still keeping up with my creatine. I'm still keeping up with my proteins. I'm doing the best true, I can. True. Um, but yeah, I'd say I'm probably three pounds down. And what I said to you this morning is I'm a little, I'm not annoyed, but I know from previous weight loss attempts that I have been able to get rid of the fat quicker. Or oh, the, the, the weight, the, exactly, the scale weight the quicker. the scale weight I've been able to get rid of quicker. Mm. But have I actually just been eating away at my own muscle previously? We know the answer but, was yes. Because I didn't have a lot of muscle <laughs> on my frame. So yeah. I don't, I'm not feeling, I'm not looking majorly different, but the weight is coming down. I'm, I'm getting to grips with the scales, don't mean everything. And some days I'll go way back up again. And then other days I'll come down. So I'm just kind of going, eh. It could be a one, two pounds heavier from one day to the exactly. next. It happens to and me I'm every just, day. Yeah, I'm just kind of dealing with that. Now, depending on obviously my salt intake and all sorts. So, yeah, I'm, but I'm getting to But in terms of the, the, the belly fat situation that yeah, you're I'm, feeling, is that, is that returning back to where weird. it was before? I don't know whether it's, some of it's in my head. But yes, I'm feeling better. Good. My jeans are going up easier. I don't feel as podgy, even though... You pounds, wasn't. Like, you really I, wasn't. Yeah, but yeah. Know, you're feeling you're feeling that things thing. are in a better place. Yeah, yeah, I feel I feel happier now. So the weight the weight has dropped quickly and now is slowing down. It's slowing you're down between eleven and thirteen hundred against the pro- probably a maintenance with your workout of about sixteen seventeen hundred. So you're maybe. definitely in a deficit. Yeah, yeah, I'm in a deficit. But the scale weight is going down not as much as you would have expected given previous attempts. Correct. But we're holding on to the idea that you're retaining both water from yeah. taking the creatine and you're retaining muscle mass yeah. as best you can and i've got to be careful therefore not to... fats dropping yeah. slower and i've got to be careful how much i drop too quickly because i don't want my strength gains to go down in the gym as well because you're still working hard i'm still working hard and i don't and i'm still trying to progressively overload whilst in a deficit that's pretty tricky it is so um i'm not eager to lose it majorly quickly and I know it's, you know, if it took eight weeks to put on, I've kind of got to expect it to take eight weeks to come off and hope for some little gains along the way. And I think you're doing it the right way, right? So we are, we're keeping your protein high, we're dropping your calories down, we're keeping you training hard, mm-hmm. exactly the same, actually. Yeah, yeah. Nothing has changed other than we put you on a new program. Yeah. But it's only a new program for variety's sake. Not, yes. Nothing Not else has necessity, changed. No. It's still heavy, progressive, mm-hmm. overload, big compound lifts roughly the same rep schemes mm-hmm. same oh it's actually four days a week now yeah officially yeah so if anything the intensity has increased a little bit yeah and how do you feel about that you feel that you're able to stick to it yeah you're I think enjoying so. it still I'm, even in I'm a deficit still, yeah i'm still enjoying it i have noticed a slight energy drop when i get in the gym i don't you're always going to have days where you get in the gym and you struggle and for whatever reason i can't squat that weight today my body just won't let me mm-hmm. whatever happens i don't know why I'm finding a few more of those in a deficit than I found in a surplus because I haven't got as much energy in my no. body. But I have to take the rough of the smooth. But you're not, you, you also haven't dropped your your strength potential down by 50%. Oh, God, no. No, you no, know, no. For no, the I'm most not part, you're, you're, yeah. you're on about the same as you I'm, exited. Yeah. But I suppose part of me still wants to be getting those lifts up. But it's unlikely if I'm dropping no, calories. No, no. So. Most of the leaders in this space say a good result when you're cutting is to be able to maintain the level of yeah. intensity and your strength throughout the cut. Yeah, now, exactly. my last cut was a bit of an anomaly for me because for some reason, everything went up. Mm. Everything went up whilst I was training. Now, some of my mood was a bit fluctuating and mm. some days felt a bit clunky, but I still got the work done. Mm. 
Um, so it can go both ways, but the norm is if you can maintain your strength without yeah. dropping, yeah. and that's possible too. Like when that your energy's tanking, it's yes. quite possible that you could drop your strength, mm. but that hasn't really happened. Not yet, no. Oh, no hopefully good. it won't. Um, Fingers crossed. Going to have a bit of deload for a week. So, so te- tell me one last question then. Where, where's your head at in terms of the process? Obviously, we haven't cut you down to a weight where we feel I'm we done. can do a full, no, no, no. quote unquote, evaluation of the effort no. because you know this cut is still midway through. Yeah. But based on the experience so far, and the fact you've got a bod- you know a goal to get to you know best shape of your life by you know a year from now, basically. Mm-hmm. Where's your head at? Are you going, that was a good experiment, great, I've done it, ticked it off, now let's go back to normal? Or do you feel that this is changing the course of your overall strategy for weight management and body shape management? I think it has changed my overall outlook, definitely. Whilst I'm not looking forward to going into another bulk, I will embrace it more this time around because... If I put on another six pounds, well, one, I'm going to be starting lower because I'm not going to put on six pounds on top of that six pounds. But if I get back down to the weight that I want to get back down to and then I have to put on another six pounds, I'm going, do you know what? It's just a journey. It's just a journey. And mm-hmm. I'm not kind of fearful of doing that now. The first one was a massive change for me. That was huge. It was asking me to go from barely eating and concentrate on eating as little as I can to you've really got to you know, be full constantly. Um, mm. that was really hard but I'm kind of embracing the next one I'm going, it's, it's going to be a lot easier exactly and also I have to bear in mind it's going to get me where I want to go so it doesn't really matter how I do it in terms of like yeah I'm going to feel uncomfortable for the eight weeks I'm going to hate that last week because I've hated that last week of the bulk like, and, I, and to... I hate I hate the last one or two weeks of my bulk when I'm getting nearer to the arbitrary number exactly. so my bulks are slightly different from yours Yeah, I don't go on a, on a time frame you go on a weight i go on a weight Mm. so i go when i get to x weight Mm. i'll hold that weight for a couple of weeks Mm. and then that's it i'm not willing to go any heavier this is horrible until i've taken some of the fat off and then and and that number continues to creep up so you know when i was you know shredded last time you know i was 178 pounds my last cut that i only finished about three weeks ago was 198 no no, 190, sorry. Mm. So I've put on 12 pounds mm. and I'm probably leaner now than I was crazy, a year ago. It? I can't get back to 178 pounds. So it's it's impossible com- yeah. for me to get there unless I'm willing to sacrifice the muscle I've been yes. agonizingly <laughs> working on over the last year and a exactly. half. So where do you feel in... Have you accepted that the the 108 pounds or whatever it is that you, I'm never gonna you get there again. previously had that you're not going to get there again do you know what i How's have it feel? i haven't i haven't i mentally i understand that like i can't get back down to that weight because i'm not going to be in the shape that i want to be in i know that but i am still a little bit sad which is ridiculous isn't it, it? i'm is. like oh my god i just i don't know just not yeah never going to be down to that weight again is a little bit like <laughs> i kind of want to be but if you look but, better and you're healthier, yeah. And you're getting the nutrients in, which means, from a longevity standpoint, you're not you're not doing yeah doing doing your body a disservice, mm. right? You're fueling to thrive and to live and mm. be strong, and your body looks better, and you're feeling better, and you've got more energy, and mm. you're stronger, and you feel that you're functionally more able to get around the house and look after the kids and pick stuff up, and just generally feel like you're 
you're more on it mm. as you've got older. Mm. Yeah. That's not a bad I place know. to be. I know. I know. I have to get over the numbers on the weighing scale. I have to. It's bizarre. I don't know. It'll it'll come. And we, we measured we measured you your body as well, right? Mm-hmm. So your your waist like mine. Oh, it went up, went up. Mine went up four centimeters. You went up three centimeters. Yeah, it's inevitable. You're eating more food. Your gut's yeah. going to expand, mm. and you're going to hold a little bit of kind of visceral fat. Mm. Just the way it is. Yeah, that did go up. But other than that, like your legs, which is the area that you care about most, I know they didn't change. They didn't really change. No, well, they I think didn't. It was like half a centimeter or something. They're not even not even less than half a it centimeter. Was, my legs went up. It, but tiny. they're basically the same. So yeah. eight weeks of eating more than you needed. <laughs> And, and your legs didn't change shape, but they're feeling stronger yes. and they're looking tighter. So now, cut it back down, go through this circle one or two yeah. more times. You're going to see a leaning out and a shaping so. out of both your hamstrings, your quads, your glutes. Mm. Because we're going to, you know, we're recomposing your body. Mm. We can't do it simultaneously. Though. No, exactly. Take one step at a time. Put some I'm, muscle on yeah. with some fat. Exactly. Take more fat off their muscle and then cycle through that two, three times. And you'll take the fat away, put the put muscle in its place. Mm. But let's be clear, you're never going to be a stick insect, you know, in your lower half because that's one way you hold your weight. And two, women are supposed supposed to hold about 20, 20 to twenty five percent of body fat just as a healthy yeah. place to be. Oh, I know. So yeah. you don't want to aim striving. for fourteen, fifteen. I'm not striving for ten percent body fat. That's ridiculous. But I also, yeah, I also don't want to hold it on my legs quite so much as i do we're but working on it i'm getting there i'm getting there oh, well done Thanks. i'm very i'm very proud that you've oh, thanks <laughs> you've emotionally signed up to the process more importantly that you've committed to it yes and your journey from a character perspective and from an emotional perspective if anything is a is a more incredible journey than your body shape changes because for me that's the more liberating part. That's the bit that when you can get comfortable, and once you can understand what your body does and how it responds yeah. to what you do, and once you understand what your what it takes to get to your body goal mm. and what the metrics are going to be for it to get there, you're going to start transitioning away from this idea that less is better. Mm. You know, and 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 I love how you're starting to loosen up with some of these things that have shackled you for years I'm getting and that. have held you back mm. from looking after yourself because you'd rather just try and be thin. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I'm getting there. But at the same time, it's obviously in my head and it's an emotional thing and it's a mental thing. And Luckily, it's not just you. It's, it's yeah. societal programming and every, every, most women are dealing with the same thing. Mm. But I would, yeah, if anyone is out there thinking of doing a bulk, then... Give it a try because whatever, whether you put on six pound or eight pound or ten pound, you know what chances are. No one's even going to notice, which I've kind of accepted for the next one. So yeah, bring it on. Good. I'll let you know how the next one goes. Thank you. Cool. Thank you for (laughs) listening, guys. Uh, We're going to wrap this up here. So look, Adaptation is all about providing you with the tools and expert knowledge to help you improve and optimize your strength, health, and mindset inside and out. Thank you, guys. Bye.